Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Early on a sports. Super Bowl Sunday. We are the media and a brand new segment. Let's get it, baby. Welcome into episode number 105 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast on this February 10th. Little Super Bowl preview. Obviously, JD back in the building. What uh, what goes on, my friend? Hey, what's going on, man? As we get a day closer to the Super Bowl, things just get more wild, dude. More and more anxiety building up. You have all the interviews. Crazy stuff, man. There's some silly things being said and done on those, some of those interviews. Did you catch any of those? I caught some of it, but uh, but definitely cue me in here. Um, well, I mean, you sent me this one, uh, the Jalen Hurts clip, uh, where the the media member is like, "Sorry, man, I didn't believe in you." <laughs> like, yeah, and then remember? he he goes, "No, go ahead, go ahead with that." No, no, I mean, I'll. He goes, uh, "I just want to say, you know, at the beginning of the season." You know, I didn't believe in you that you could do this. Like, man to man, I wanted to apologize, and there was a pause, and he was like. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like all it was. He just like looked at him like, bro. Uh, I mean, that one was that one was hilarious. Um, did you hear about Jordan Mailata's inspiration on on why he plays the way he does? Uh, I heard a little bit about it, but once again, I I gotta have you fill me in, man. You're 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 bridging the gap today. He pulls up his phone. It's a picture of Jason Kelsey in the Batman mask with his shirt up, and he goes. Yeah, it's Fat Batman is what keeps this team going. Like, <laughs> it's just background on his phone. I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. How many? Uh, real quick, aren't there like at least three Batmans on this team? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think like AJ Brown is called Batman. Is is Devonte Smith also Batman or is he Robin? I can't remember. I know there's the. I think the he's Batman. skinny Batman. I think Devontae's skinny Batman. I can't remember what AJ Brown is if he's just regular yeah. Batman. And then you got <laughs> Jason Kelsey, fat Batman. Um, but yeah, that's that's funny. Um, a lot is a character, man. I mean, that whole offensive line, the whole team is really, but but uh, definitely the offensive line. Yeah, I would have totally bought that that Christmas album um, if, if I actually still bought CDs. <laughs> like Malata has an incredible voice, man. They, they're just building, they're built different down there in, in Australia, down under, I guess. You know, like crikey, mate, we can sing and we can play football. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, dude. So if you were a football player, what would your superhero be? Who do you think that would fit you best? I know that's really out of left field, but again, it's not baseball season quite yet. So we got to, we got to throw something out of left field. I want to say like Captain America just because like it's classic. Like well, obviously we're in America. It's uh I don't know. I, I just feel like he's he's the embodiment of like just a massive human being who's just ripped and all that. And like a football player compares to that and it's just like it fit it's fitting. It's it's Amer you know, it ta- America's pastime, you could quote unquote say. I mean, baseball is as well, but Captain America that just kind of embodies all that into one. Yeah, no, I like it. I can handle that. I would be Iron Man because I have metal in my back and my neck from surgeries. I got biomech tattooed on my arm. So pretty much just throw on the suit and let me shoot things out of my hands and stuff. I'm already there, man. Like, I'm just hoping the technology gets to that point, man. I'm Iron Man all the way. 
All the way, baby. <laughs> what position? There you go. What position would Captain America play? That's tough, man. I got it. I don't know if tight end makes sense, but it just like to me, that's what popped in my head. Like just tight end. Like you got to block, you got to catch, you got to you get hit a ton. Like you're just you're in the middle of all of it. You know what I mean? So to me, I think uh, I think tight end, maybe center. I mean, center would fit too because you're just just a brute force right in the middle of the team there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Chris Jones could handle Captain America at center. You might have to slide Jason Kelsey over to another position. But our line's pretty stacked anyway. But um, I think I'd have <laughs> to. I would have to play wide receiver. Um, you know, you want your wide receiver to be able to fly, and uh, Iron Man can fly, so that's what it is. Wide receiver. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just thought that would be kind of fun just to, to throw that at you. I know we didn't talk about that that earlier, but I like it. Way, way to think on your feet, man. Captain America. That's what's up. That's what's up. Did you see the the troll job that one of the media members had on, on Patrick Mahomes? I think Brandon Marshall, who used to be a wide receiver, he had this huge troll. Did you see that? I did. I did see that. What did what, you think of that whole? Uh, I'm not gonna say back and forth, but what did you think of that uh, that comment? <laughs> I mean, we know Rihanna's performing in the halftime show, and Marshall's like not verbatim exactly, but. Um, He's like, oh, yeah, Rihanna came out and said – actually, it is verbatim because I'm just going to read it. Rihanna said, came out and said that you're the greatest quarterback ever. Hearing that, how does it make you feel? <laughs> um, like, Mahomes had a smirk. I have family members that I think are more interested in the halftime show than the game. And so whatever Rihanna says is like the gospel, so I'm glad she went with me for that honor. And then Marshall's just like, she didn't. I was just messing with you. Like. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, sarcasm oh, implied yeah sarcasm right he goes oh man you got me here smiling and smirking and then at the end he's like i can't believe you got me with that question as off the podium like pointing at marshall it's just like that's funny for a guy who's just so laid back and chill like mahomes i just think that's absolutely hilarious that they decided to troll him like that and brandon marshall being a character himself um <laughs> i would hate to stand up there on that podium and have to answer a bunch of questions dude i know i mean like on a normal week, I'm sure it's not like the worst thing in the world, but during the Super Bowl week, man, like they shove 50, 60 mics in front of your face, they're constantly popping pictures. Like that's overwhelming, man. I, I would not want to take part in any of that, to be honest with you. That that's just you feel like uh like it's like the paparazzi on these celebrities when they step out in public. It's it's that bad. Yeah, seriously, that's that's a good way to put it. Like the paparazzi's, I uh, I definitely would not want to have to sit behind a podium and ask or answer question after question after question. I feel like it would get a little repetitive too. But before we actually preview the Super Bowl, because there's plenty of more stats, plenty more fun. Speaking about questions, uh, first of all, Roger Goodell said that Russell Wilson was the one who suggested the flag football format in the Pro Bowl. So let I saw some that said let Russ cook up events. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh man. Um, Derek Carr, I know it's your man right there, Derek Carr. I know in that skills challenge, um, he ended up finishing first in one category after they interviewed him. You got You got to do it, man. First of all, you got to, you got to enter or you got to imitate the greatest Derek Carr soundbite of all time from earlier this season. Oh, okay. So yeah, let's take it back to, uh, I think the Raiders went on a little bit of a winning streak after he made those comments, if I'm not mistaken, but they did, you know, yeah. he, uh, he, he gets up there and he's like, I'm, man, I'm sorry for getting emotional. I'm just pissed off. My so, I'm pissed off. <laughs> man, I'm, man, I'm pissed off. But, um, yeah, every time I don't know, man, to- like he's just really, I don't know. He just gets me, man. Like he, he, he makes me laugh. He seems like a normal guy where like, some of these guys are just too robotic or too I don't even know how to put it. They're they're just like they're above everybody else. Derek Carr just seems like he's he's that guy you could talk to in the grocery store. You know what I mean? So hopefully he's, he's not bagging groceries this season. I think there's enough uh this coming up season, I think there's enough QB needy teams to just snag him up. But stranger things have happened, you know. <laughs> Zach Wilson right. still has a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um at the Pro Bowl, he so Ryan Clark comes up to him, and he's like, you know, have you, 
have you ever felt that hot in Vegas before? Basically, you know, like something along those lines. And and Derek Carr is like, man, I guess I haven't. That's why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> and then he just like he does a real uh, real quick take to the camera. Yeah. And then he just was like, I'm out. Basically, like I'm yeah. out of here. I'm not going to be playing here. Like it was just a whole it was a whole bit. It was so, so savage, bro. So savage. I loved it. I was like, man, we'll talk about a guy with a sense of humor that's just making the best out of a situation. So uh, that alone right there would be enough for me to be like, I'm going to hire that guy because he's a good locker room presence. Um, I mean, I know in general, like he's well loved around locker rooms, so it wouldn't be just that. But that really, I feel like, boosted his uh, his stock for, for getting signed as a, a free agent, potentially more free agent news. You know, we know that obviously Brady retired for now, and that's a good thing. Um, which makes Aaron Rodgers even more enticing. Uh, he could very well come back to the Packers. You know, we talked about maybe he'll go out to, to Las Vegas. We know that Devonta Adams is pulling for that, reigniting, reigniting, or reigniting the fire and reuniting those two fellas. And uh, the New York Jets hiring Nathaniel Hackett, you know, that could be his spot. But Aaron Rodgers, big fan and friend of the Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee show, which the, <laughs> they say PMS on the top, which I just think is hilarious. Like it's like the PMS show. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. But did you see the interview where Aaron Rodgers was talking about his his future um, isolate isolation retreat? And I can give you more details if if you haven't. But oh my gosh, that guy's that guy's something. Yeah, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is always PMSing, but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I I did see that, and and I went back and like watched that whole clip just to get you know context on that, and I don't know, man, he's definitely a different breed. I mean, if if that's what if that's what helps him, if that's what helps him make a decision, um, I mean, more power to him, I guess. It's just like it's very bizarre, obviously. Like, I I don't know. I mean, maybe there's other guys that do it for all we know, but don't talk about it. He's very open about how, like, the whole, uh, what is it, ashwagandha or whatever he did ayahuasca. before. I don't even know how to. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, yeah. When I send you a comment on that clip, you're like, yeah, he probably does all the drugs. But just for uh, a little bit more detail, so Aaron Rodgers is going to go on a four-day isolation retreat in complete darkness. So he's literally going to be in a room – all dark for four days completely. And apparently it's, it's where you, you know, meditate and a lot of people just have mind blowing like epiphanies and, and everything like that, like just totally get their life together type ideas. And so he's going to go there and sit in the dark for four days. Um, basically solitary confinement. <laughs> you know, I know that they can't put cameras in there, but um, it'd be kind of interesting to see what he does. You know what I mean? Like, is he just going to be sitting there is he going to be walking around? Is he going to be doing dropbacks and pretending to throw? You know, like, like <laughs> is he going to do that? He might do that Dax shuffle a couple times. I mean, I, I wouldn't blame <laughs> him for doing that. That would, that you, would be something to see. What would you do if you were in there, man? Just keep it appropriate. Well, PG-13. first of all, <laughs> just sitting in my house for a couple of hours, I started to go a little cuckoo. I mean, <laughs> this guy is going to sit. He's, from what I understand, it's going to be a random house, ran like, not a random location, but like no one obviously knows on the outside other than him, you know, where, where it's taking place. But I'm like, dude, I don't know how you do it. Four days. He said it's going to be complete darkness too. So it's not even like he's going to be just in a house, like sitting there meditating, listening to calming music, whatever it might be yeah, like complete nothing. darkness that, that would freak me out. He, he did say in that interview that, you know, you can walk out at any time at any point. So, uh yeah over under like six hours i'm not making it over i promise you um <laughs> i would lose my mind um so yeah i mean more more power to him i maybe this is what's going to help him make a decision and really you know get the gears turning on what he wants to do but i don't know man i i don't know how many people go to this extreme to make make a decision but not many people are in his position as well i, I will say that like neither JD or I are contemplating where we're going to play football next season or if we're going to return to play football at all. So I mean, Bro, maybe, maybe it's helpful, you know, I don't know. Speak for yourself, man. Uh, I'm I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go try out redshirt freshman for, for Penn state. What are you talking about, bro? You say you can go back to college. I'm going to make the NFL I'll be like 32, 33. 
Hey, man, I'd be like Geno Smith, comeback player of the year, man. You see that? There you go. Hey, it's never too late. That's what I say. It's never too it's late. Never too late. Do you want to roll into those? Uh, well, before that, quick, uh, I just wanted to say, I mean, another Demar Hamlin update, which is always a good thing. Well, as of late, it's always a good thing. But Dr. Tom Mayer, medical director of the NFL Players Association, said on the Sirius XM Doctors Radio Heart to Heart program this last Wednesday that I guarantee you that Demar Hamlin will play professional football again. That's wild. Would you play professional football again if that had happened to you, Aaron? Okay, I'll put it to you this way, man. If I was a kicker, I would play professional football again. If I was a punter, I would play professional football again. Outside of those two positions, I I don't know if that's – I'm not going to say it's not worth the risk because these guys devote their lives to, you know, playing NFL football, playing – Playing football at a at a professional level, where you know even the guys that are in the CFL and and all those other leagues, like they've worked their tails off to get where they want to be or where they are. I'm sorry, and like the fact of the matter is they love the game. Like they most of these guys are just they live to play football, and that's that's the end of it. So I understand why um, you know somebody would go back out there, but I don't know. That's that's. That's a really – that's a 50-50 to me. I, I probably wouldn't. Um, I'm sure he'll be fine off the field, like, regardless. Like, he'll this might um, throw him into a different career, like, in in football itself. But putting those pads on and, and getting hit, again, is – that's a little little too scary for my blood. What what say you? I mean, I, I give him all the power in the world if he does it. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling for him 110%, but – I don't know. That's 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 a little sketchy to me. Yeah, the tough thing is, it's he's not like you know, ten years, five years, ten years in the league. Like he hasn't hit, hit like a huge payday, so you know he will probably be set. But I don't know. You know, did he finish his college? You know, get his education done? Does he have a degree? You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure about all that, but I think I'd be more likely to go back knowing that I could be making decent, you know, good money. See, I have a lot of injuries in my life, so nothing that crazy, fortunately. But I think I'd go back. I think I'd probably cut my career short. You know, I, I wouldn't play for another 10 years, but once I got a decent payday type thing, like try to play a couple years off of that. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that, that, that's, that's a little surprising. I didn't expect that answer. I, I Hey, I mean, get, get your money while you can, but, you know, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but if, if your heart stops you, that money ain't going to matter. So, I mean, truth be told, I think if it would happen again, I don't, would he be able to be saved again? I don't know. I'm not a medical professional, but it's, it's a scary thing, man. Like football is a, we're not talking about ping pong here. Like (laughs) at any given time, an elbow can get led lodged into your, uh, into your heart and who knows what would happen, you know, but, but Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion I, I respect it and it's brutally and it's honest or it's brutal and it's honest yeah if i'm being brutally honest i'm thinking you're that you're a little bit no i'm kidding <laughs> just oh! kidding oh, i'm just kidding no i completely, oh! see, completely see why why you won't want to play football after that um so <laughs> i don't know if tomorrow's going to i haven't heard any comments maybe he made some comments on it i just i haven't heard anything it's been a, a busy week for me maybe maybe tomorrow i'll go play with lamar how about that there you go Hey, little, you little, know, little play on words for <laughs> Lamar DeMar. You know, maybe Lamar will come and, you know, take Josh Allen's spot. And that'd be stupidity. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about some of these, uh, these awards, Associated Press Awards? I don't think there were any, any surprises. You know, Patrick Mahomes got the MVP, Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year, Sauce Gardner, you know, Defensive Player, you know, Garrett Wilson, Offensive Player. Bosa got the defensive player of the year. Uh, I'm sorry, defensive rookie of the year was Sauce. Offensive rookie of the year was Garrett Wilson. Bosa at the defensive player. I mean, the one thing, the only thing that surprised me, and, and that's because I don't follow this, is like Dak Prescott won the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. So good for him. Um, that's awesome that he's you know active in in the area, doing good things. Um, does does really good things for the community. Uh, so that that's pretty cool. But I mean. Brian Dable, coach of the year with the Giants. I wasn't surprised by a single one of those picks. Were you? Not really. No, I, I kind of all of them fell into place the way I thought they would. Um, 
Brian Dable did a did a great job with that with that Giants team that wasn't even supposed to probably win six games. I don't know what what the projections were, you know, prior to the season, but uh, I know the Eagles did put up a little thing about uh, Sirianni as our coach of the year. I mean, of course they're going to say that, but I <laughs> think that right. was a little bit of a a little bit of a poke at at the NFL just to say like you know maybe you should have considered Sirianni a little bit more seriously, but but no, I I think. Most of those awards, if not all of them, were warranted and, and made sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, if, if Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt and plays at the top level, you know, maybe he passes Mahomes. Mahomes got 48 out of the 50 first place votes, which is absurd to think about. You know, it's close to unanimous, and then Hurts got one, and Josh Allen got got the other. So going into this, this Super Bowl it's going to be only the fourth time in Super Bowl era that two MVP, the top two MVP voters will face each other in the Super Bowl. Uh, one of those infamous ones was Matt Ryan got the Super Bowl, uh, had the Super Bowl loss up 28 to three. He had won the MVP, Tom Brady runner up, which that was, that's atrocious. <laughs> but, the, you know, there's a couple other ones, one with Joe Montana, one with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, but the Super Bowl MVPs playing against the set, the runner ups. I'm sorry. The regular season MVPs playing against the runner ups are zero and three in the Super Bowl, and the MVP playing in the Super Bowl is they're one and nine overall in the past 24 years. And the last MVP to win a Super Bowl in the same season was Kurt Warner back with the Rams in '99. So the greatest show on turf, if you remember. Oh, are you old enough to remember that? Probably not. <laughs> like, not too. I mean, I I went back and saw it, but not not when it was going on. That's for sure. That's that's fair. That's fair. I won't make fun of you too much. <laughs> Young Bark. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this Hall of Fame class quick. And, you know, we definitely want to talk more about the Super Bowl. But just just real quick with the Hall of Fame class, Joe Thomas and Darrell Revis were first first ballot Hall of Famers. It did not at all surprise me that Thomas was. Did it surprise you at all that Darrell Revis got in his first time on the ballot? No, I I. I'm definitely a big fan of Darrell Rivas and, and everything he did, obviously with the Jets, the Pats, um, mostly there in his career. But no, he was he was an absolute force like he could lock down just about everybody um, for for quite a, a, a long time, really, in, in his career. So no, I think he's one of the best pass defenders like he's he's somebody I definitely put up there and in. in a short list of, of some of the best of all time that at least that I've seen, I mean, going back, you know, you can make a case probably for other guys, but in our lifetime, like, you know, in the last 20 years or so, he's, he's up there. Yeah. That's a fair assessment for sure. Arrivas Island was a place that most people wanted, did not want to go unless you're named Randy Moss. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> other than that, Rivas Island was, was shut down. Uh, so yeah, great overall hall of fame class um a couple other big names you know zach thomas demarcus ware so shout out to him a couple other guys you know before our time uh, ronde barber who when we did our section forget what episode it was in but we did a section of like three guys we would pick to go in the hall and ronde was one of my picks so that was pretty cool you know he got in the hall um as, as well and a couple couple other fellas that were on the the senior list so big shout out and congratulations to all those guys phenomenal you know players coaches going to be enshrined in in canton so that's definitely definitely what's up now for the biggest game of the year our philadelphia eagles rocking against former coach andy reed and the kansas city chiefs Mahomes versus hurts the first time two black quarterbacks are starting in the super bowl against each other hurts is the youngest quarterback to start in a super bowl and as somebody joked, he's going to be the youngest to lose in a Super Bowl. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, ah, oh, geez, Eagles hater. But, bro, I'm freaking hyped. I am hyped. We are two days away, bro. In two days and about six and a half, seven hours, we are going to be watching Super Bowl football, bro. Let's go. What do you think, man? What's your first thoughts? It doesn't feel real. I'll say that. Maybe it's it's just this two week break kind of I'm not going to say puts a damper on it, but like you, your mind starts to wander because you got time, you know? So now that we're finally almost 
here. It's going to be like tomorrow. I'm definitely going to be, it's really going to hit me tomorrow. I mean, I, I, when I wake up tomorrow, that'll be one of the first things I think about is okay. We're, we're one day away. We we're, we're right there. And it's been such a magical ride this year. It's been kind of a weird season. I think um, in a lot of ways, just like not to say we played an easy schedule, but it, we, we made it look easy at times. There's been so much hate on this team, so much just like from every angle. People don't think this team is quote-unquote good enough or this or that. or It's just – it's been a very strange year. And, and just the fact that like towards the end of the year, we started to look a little bit like, uh-oh, what's going to go on? Like Jalen Hurts is hurt. Like there, it's just been a roller coaster. Uh, but then as soon as the playoffs start, we turn it right back on. So I'm not ready yet but I'm getting there and I, you know, it's whenever your team's in the Super Bowl, it's special. Like you don't take that for granted. You never know when you'll get back or, you know, track record says we're not the Patriots. Maybe we will be, but um, it's not like we're cheat. in it every single year. As long as you don't but, cheat. <laughs> right. So what do you, what do you think? I mean, are you excited, nervous, all the above? Are you confident? Like what, what, what do you, what's the seat of your pants telling you right now? <laughs> I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Oh man, I mean, you could use all those words. I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm confident that we're going to play a good game. I don't think it's a blowout. Uh, there are people that are saying like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to blow out the Eagles by like 20 points, and it's like, ah, that's a bit absurd in my opinion. I I can't imagine something like that happening. Um, but so you know, a little nervous for sure. Uh, angst angst i'm starting to get starting to feel a little bit you know here being friday going into the weekend um tomorrow making sure i I stay busy so i'm not uh kind of geeking a little bit but sunday is going to be the toughest because you wake up sunday morning you're you're just like i'm not going to watch like pregame for six hours (laughs) that's just a little much that's just a little much i just think there's some really cool cool storylines in in this super bowl you know we mentioned the, the two black starting quarterbacks um which was surprising to me but looking back you know tom brady was in like 10 super bowls you know you had joe montana that was in a bunch of them steve young was in a bunch you know a lot of the the dynasties you know troy aikman ben roethlisberger you know the list goes on and on so it's like those guys who made multiple super bowl appearances made it extremely tough for two black quarterbacks to be starting in the in the nfl uh super bowl so i think it's really neat I think it's cool that they're both young guys. Uh, they're, they seem to both be cool, calm, and collected. Um, not that I like anybody being injured, but I think the Patrick Mahomes with his ankle, Jalen Hurts with his shoulder, I think gives a little bit more fairness to the game, you know, because it's like both of our quarterbacks were hurt. Mahomes probably has a bit more of an advantage. What do you think? I think Mahomes has a bit more of an advantage just because he can throw it like 15 different ways, whereas Hurts, if his throwing shoulder is you know, done, he can run the ball. But if he's off on those deep passes, you know, we're trying to take the top off of, of the defenders. Uh, I would say advantage to Mahomes as far as injury goes. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm everybody's saying Mahomes is 100% and, you know, he's not hobbled by this anymore. That That's something where, you know, we have to wait and see how he, he looks on Sunday. I mean, it's all speculation to me at this point. Like, people can come out with this, this and that from the media, but – um, I hope Jalen Hurts' shoulder is, is good enough. Honestly, I, I he didn't have to do much in either of those playoff games uh, with the running game. You know, it might come down to him throwing the ball. Like, if we get in some type of scenario where, where Mahomes is picking us apart, at least at times, you know, we're going to have to keep up, and we might have to get, you know, pass, pass happy and, and pass heavy. So I don't want to say this because um, I am an Eagles fan, but – Mahomes has been here and done that. That's the thing. The Super Bowl is a little bit different of an animal than the NFC Championship. Obviously, it's the biggest stage in sports, really, you can make the case. I mean, Jalen Hurts has played in national championship games, uh, which is, like, I'm glad he has. He's. I think he will be calm, cool, and collected no matter what. He doesn't seem to really get unraveled. We've seen it a couple times here and there, but not anything where I'm super concerned or, or worried about. Um, I think you could make a case McNabb used to get unraveled in the big games at, at, at times. Hopefully that doesn't that doesn't trickle down to, to Jalen Hurts <laughs> at all. But um it yeah, I gotta give the, the, Right. I gotta give a little bit of an advantage to Mahomes only because he's he's been in a couple Super Bowls. 
Um, you, you mentioned the arm angles he can throw from, like, he's unlike anybody. He's a shortstop playing quarterback. So he's, (laughs) right. it's, uh, it's tough, man. Like he's one of one. I mean, no matter how you look at it. So I think us bringing the pressure, it once again is going to be crucial to us winning this game. If we can, if we can get to him and, and they have a, all I keep hearing is they have a good offensive line, not a great offensive line. So I think the 49ers might've had a better offensive line. And you saw what happened there. So um, that gives me some confidence going in. Yeah, absolutely. And a big part of that that offensive line is is our stud center, Jason Kelsey. And on the other side, um, on the offense for the Chiefs, you got their, their stud, former or uh, future Hall. Both these guys are future Hall of Famers, let's be real. But stud tight end, uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, who is a touchdown machine in general, but especially in the playoffs, it's the first time that brothers are facing off on opposite teams. Uh, we had way back when, well, it wasn't that long ago. It was like 2012 or 13 when Harbaugh and Harbaugh faced off his coaches, the Ravens and, and the Niners. Uh, that was the blackout game. Do you remember that, dude? Or at halftime? I was watching black- that, yeah. I That was a great Super Well, I shouldn't – I mean, it was a great Super Bowl, but it was – the Ravens were dominating that game until the blackout happened. I almost – I did feel a little bit bad. I was like, man, if they would go on to lose this game, I, I, I completely understand how frustrating that would be. Like, that's you're telling me they can't get the lights back on, and this is a billion dollar industry. Come on, <laughs> right, right, multi billion. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something, man. That that was definitely funny. I'm glad it ended up being a good Super Bowl, but I'm glad the Ravens pulled it up. Thirty four, thirty one, at the end. It was just just a good game. Like that first half was a blowout, and then. The lights went off and things just changed. So um, maybe some of the uh, the Ravens players were afraid of the dark, and that's why they, they gave up so many oh. points in that, that second take. half. Hot take in the dark. You know, bring your flashlight. Are you afraid of the dark, bro? Not really. Not that's that's not something I'm I'm more afraid of uh airplanes to be honest with you. That that's I don't like that sensation. Really? Have so you you've only flown like once and then you're too scared to do it again? Or what what is that? Uh, so I made a, I made a like vow that if I get on a plane, I will, will be, uh, with doctor supervision, I will be medicated in some form or fashion. I will not do it sober again. So you've only done it once then you're like, Nope, Nope. I need some anxiety medication. If I'm going to, I'm going to go again. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the, the sensation of me having zero control and I'm very far up in that sky and I can't really get out of there. So that, uh, that to me is, you know, and, and this isn't a mental health show, but I mean that just doesn't doesn't do me very well. I'll put it that way. Oh, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Now I'm more scared of the dark than it would be an airplane. I know there's absolutely zero control, and um, but in the in the dark, you know, something could come at you. You know, I could bump into things. Um, <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. I mean, it's safer in an airplane than it is to be in the dark. Let's just put it that way, depending on where you're at. So <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I'm I'm cooler in an airplane probably than in the dark. So uh some of these, you know, athletes over the years like would refuse, even coaches, I think, like would refuse to fly in airplanes. Like they'd have to charter a bus, you know, to get these I- guys wherever they were going. So yeah. I'll give you I'll give you an example that uh, John Madden hates flying. Well, the the late John Madden, I shouldn't say he he hated flying. He Rest took his peace. bus everywhere. So. Did he? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's interesting. The Madden bus, man. The Madden bus. That's that's infamous right there. Yeah, dude. I guess I missed the infamy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool though. Pretty cool, John Madden. May he rest in peace. Creator of the greatest football game of all time. Uh, Madden, of course, <laughs> as well as one heck of a coach and a, and a lovable, uh, debatable, lovable announcer. Love him or hate him. The guy knew his stuff, even if he did make a lot of obvious comments. But that I definitely personally miss listening to him. Oh, you know, he was a lot more enjoyable to listen to than, uh, I don't know, Chris <laughs> Chris Collinsworth, we'll say. And I'm sure he'd be better to listen to yeah, than he's- Tom Brady eventually. <laughs> this has been a pretty friendly show so far, and I want I do – want to keep it that way but oh my goodness dude chris collinsworth i had fingers on the chalkboard is is an understatement for that guy i'm sorry i just can't i can't do it with him uh, <laughs> i've heard other people ex- you know express disdain for him as well he knows his stuff though I, I respect that i respect that he doesn't bother me bother me all that much but madden got really excited and it was just fun to hear him excited you got some of these guys that are just like yeah monotone voices like 
and it's a touchdown. It's like, dude, that's a touchdown that just like won the game. And you're like, it's a touchdown. Like, yeah, they go up Al there Lexi, ahead. Not to get off. I mean, we'll get back to this to the script like the NFL. Uh, uh, ooh, you like that? Shots fired. <laughs> but, bang, bang. Uh, Al Michaels is uh, Chris Collinsworth's partner. And when the when the Jaguars he used to, he used won that be. game. Oh, what? Not, not, oh, Tarico or everybody got switched around or something. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Al Michaels was with uh, Tony Dungy in that Jaguars game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about two monotone guys right there. That's, that's exhibit A. But, um, <laughs> that, that, that field goal to win the game for the Jags, Al Michaels took a ton of flack because he was like, and the kick is good. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. To win, to win the playoff game, you know, it was a, what, After one of the biggest the, comebacks ever? Yeah, it was the like, greatest playoff comeback of all time. And it's just, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Al Michaels used to be a lot more excitable. You know, I think one of his greatest calls was, uh, what was it? Do you believe in miracles? Is the, that what it was? Yeah, the U- USA hockey team. Yep, that's that's his most, that's what really put him on the map, per se. But, yeah, I, I everybody was ripping. And I felt bad. Like, Al Michaels is an older guy. He's He's a class act. Um, I still like him more than than Collinsworth myself, but I don't. Maybe hit. Maybe the gas in the tank is running low. I mean, he's he's up there, so he's he's called a lot of games at this point. Yeah, no, he most definitely has. Um, hopefully, uh, Greg Olson and I forget who his partner is, but Greg Olson's a, a great announcer, and I think the Super Bowl will be well announced for sure. Loving that, loving that. So I got something for you, man. If you had the ability to be a reporter and ask some questions at the Super Bowl to some of these guys, uh, I'll say I'll give you three questions. I mean, I have some myself, so we'll just, you know, volley back and forth just like we're playing ping pong. So what would be a question you would ask and to who? And you know what? I'm going to try to answer it just for fun. But this is going to cause a lot of like painful takes probably. And it'll be a lot of (laughs) laughter, but let's just do it. If you had one question to ask, what would it be? Who are you? Who are you asking? First things first. I do want you to imitate their voices to, to your best ability because oh, no. <laughs> definitely a, definitely a hidden talent for JD. So I, I would at least give it your best shot if you don't mind. Oh, because um, the dude. first what's that? The, the the first one's gonna be to Mahomes. So I think you can at least give it your best shot. Um, <laughs> I want to keep asking? these questions. I want to yeah. keep these questions as. Yeah. as fitting as possible but uh-huh. what's your question all right yeah. this is not a football question so he probably would defer in real life but we're gonna for the sake of the show why do you let your brother and wife act like buffoons constantly and and like you have all the money in the world man you you could like definitely getting these people straightened out a little bit but why do you allow uh your, your like i said your wife and your brother to both act like just animals all the time well, uh, you see, I'm uh, I'm trying to uh, actually I'm signing some paperwork to uh, make sure that my brother is not not related to me. I have enough money in my bank account. So, yeah, I'm just trying to focus on winning the Super Bowl. You know, um, yeah, I can't really control what other people do, but I do have a lot of money. And uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll try to get him to change his name. And so if he acts like an idiot, <laughs> nobody knows. So, hey, you yeah, sound, yeah, you sound like a little bit like you sound a little bit like Joey Bosa right now. But anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, a little enough. bit more like this, a little more like this. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to imitate, bro, and I'm like, you put me on the spot. That's probably the most you put me on the spot uh, in almost 30 episodes of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. <laughs> so do not, do not uh, hire me for for voice imitations at, at this point in time. Um, but yeah, yep. That's obviously not what Patrick Mahomes would say, but in this. Uh, theoretical conversation and we're gonna go with that so i got one for you bg brandon graham how many sacks are you gonna get and who's gonna get more sacks you or hassan all right do you want me to do the invitation or you, it's not gonna be good it's gonna be a lot worse than yours well i mean i don't know how brandon graham sounds off the top of my head so that's completely up to you man <laughs> all right we'll, we'll have fun with it it's one you know it's once a year man i'm gonna have like Four sacks on them, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick their ass. You know that. You know that. Seventy-eight. I'm coming after you all game long. <laughs> oh, all day, baby. All day. <laughs> love it, love it. 
Who's having more, BG? You, you or uh, Hassan? Man, you know who I am. I'm the best player on this team, man. <laughs> Better believe it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it, man. That's <laughs> great. All right, what do you what do you got? What's your second question? Who's it going at? All right, uh, Coach Sirianni. Do you believe in your heart of hearts that you were a snub for Coach of the Year? <laughs> I know what I'm fucking doing, man. I could be here. I don't care about no Coach of the Year. It's all, it's all about winning the Super Bowl next week. It's all about the next week. But this is the last week. Coach of the Year, I don't care. I know what I'm fucking doing, man. <laughs> I know the voice was terribly off, but uh, one of his greatest sound bites. I think he, that's he, what he, he would say. I think he, that's. He dropped, dropped I think we just had Nick Sirianni on the show. I, I think Sirianni dropped in for a guest appearance. Uh, that hey, was... I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So, who knows? That's the goal, man. Getting bigger, getting bigger, doing big things here at Brilliant Sports Podcast. <laughs> sky's the limit sky's the limit we're gonna be interviewing big people sometime you know anyway <laughs> oh man uh jason kelsey what is your pre-game meal looking like man i'm eating <laughs> like two steaks before this game straight up two steaks and some potatoes that's it that's all i'm gonna i'm gonna drink uh raw eggs <laughs> bro i'm dying i'm dying man that's hilarious that's hilarious what do you got for me <laughs> it's last all right, one look, I, last one uh oh. all right darius slay darius slay could you lock down travis kelsey if that was quote if, if that was the matchup could you lock down travis kelsey or what what type of performance would he put on you in that particular matchup Man, I'm big play slay. I could do whatever I want, man. I'm the best cornerback in the league. You see, I made the Pro Bowl. Kelsey, man. Now let me say respect for Travis Kelsey. He is a boss, but man, he can't he can't touch me, bro. He can't touch me. You know, I'll probably have to get Scantling or something like that. But you know, honestly, like they should just switch off and, and throw like Marcus Epps on Scantling Scantling. You know what I'm saying? Like I could totally big play slay Travis Kelsey. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Big place to play. Oh, man. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned Kelsey. Um, uh, obviously, huge, huge matchup in this game. But my question for you, Mr. Jonathan Gannon, is who are you putting on Travis Kelsey? Well, first of all, last week against the – or two weeks ago against the Niners, I said we would gut those motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but I was driving down the street in my G-Wagon. Guy asked me, how are the Niners going to do? He said, I'm a gun. But anyways, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the best defensive minds to ever live. So let's just put that out there as facts. All these radio shows in Philly want me gone. All these radio shows think I'm a bust. I don't know what I'm doing. They're all idiots. Every last one of them. Anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to run a zone defense. We're going to play a soft shell coverage. Like we always do that stupid, stupid thing. in a lot of people's opinion, but I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. And uh, they're not going to score any points in the red zone. I'll tell you that. We're going to hold them to all field goals. And I know Mahomes is on the other side. I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm Jonathan Gannon. Oh, bro. My, st- my stomach hurts from laughing. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> love it. That's a love great it, segment. So. Yeah, great yeah. Segment. I just came up with uh, randomly yesterday. I thought of it. And that that was like 10 times better than than I ever thought it would be. That that was phenomenal. <laughs> I like the idea of trying to imitate the voices. I don't think we got the voices down as much as the personalities, <laughs> which was just just phenomenal. Um absolutely loving it, man. <laughs> I mean, how do you move on from that? You know, how do you move on from that? Well, we can't top it. I'll tell you that. I don't think we can top it. So yeah, I mean, the way we can move on is the way that the Eagles moved on from each team they've demolished in the playoffs. They've became the fifth team in NFL history to win their divisional round and conference championship playoff games by 21 or more points. Other four teams, whew, legends, 78 Steelers, those 85 Bears, the 88 and the 89 Niners. So that's some elite company right there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, it's going to, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. What do you think in the, the final score is going to look like in this game? And then with that being said, who who do you think would be the, the MVP? 
Okay, it's, it's time. We can't we can't avoid it any longer. We're doing the pickums. Um, I'm obviously going to pick the Eagles. I just no matter what, I've gone back and forth on this one a little bit. I, I do see a path for each team to win this game, uh, but I, I am going to pick the Eagles. I'm going to say it's I'm going to say it's 34 or I'm sorry 36 30 Eagles. I do think this will be a shootout at times, but then, you know, there will be possessions where not much goes on and, and the defense can find their way. If I'm picking an MVP, I'm going to go A.J. Brown here. I, I think he goes off similar to how T.O. went off back in in the Super Bowl against the Pats way back in the day. Uh, not a not a memory we want to relive there, that game. But, um, I love it. Love yeah, it. I, I, I think A.J. Brown just has a miraculous game. I don't think there's anybody on the Chiefs that can lock him down in any way. And I think he's just going to – like, it's his first Super Bowl. He's he's a dog. He's going to want the ball a lot. And I, I just think he's going to be a matchup problem. So, I think Hurts will have a great day. But, I don't know, may, maybe just a, other than a quarterback winning it for once, I, I say A.J. Brown gets it. No, I love it. I love it. I'm going to say 29-21, which is a unique score. And here's why. Sirianni got Cajones – that are freaking huge. I'm saying that they're going to have three touchdowns, and on their fourth touchdown, they're going to go for two to put them up by eight to force uh, to force Mahomes and company to do the same thing. And I think then their defense is going to hold maybe a turnover or something down the stretch, our defensive line. And just there's so many playmakers that we can just rotate in and out, and we're going to have a lot of energy. So I could see that something like the, you know, obviously this is going to be, a lo- I believe this will be a lower scoring game than the Eagles. Patriots game five years ago, but I could see one of our linemen just making a you know a strip sack of Mahomes or forcing one of his wacky passes that you know one of our phenomenal corners or safe you know Epps is not a phenomenal safety, but one of our corners or CJ Johnson will you know Gardner Johnson will pick off. Wouldn't that be crazy, bro? I'm dogging on Epps. He's the weak link, and he comes up with a game ceiling interception. That would be some that would be some good stuff right there. But um, I might I might put a little couple bucks on him to get a pick in this game now you said that. <laughs> just because because what are yeah. the odds of that you know yeah, right you heard it here you heard it here mvp man realistically if the eagles win this game it's almost always a quarterback um but just for the heck of it you know i'm gonna pick reddick you know i'm gonna i'm gonna say hassan mm. reddick uh okay. the way he just absolutely has been wrecking defenses all year the playoffs he's been he's been a monster so I'm going to say maybe two sacks for Reddick and a forced fumble. Then that could be enough to win MVP. Then, you know, we'll see, especially if there's like an interception or, or a turnover on Hertz's part. So 29, 21 birds fly Eagles fly. Our soft schedule doesn't matter. We're the best team in the league and we are going to prove it this Sunday. Kansas city chiefs go back to KC. See you later. Andy <laughs> Reed. I love you, but you just can't get it done in the big game. Sirianni oh. hosting that trophy above his head and we're gonna have a party in philly like never before that's my take that's what's gonna happen you heard it here all right that that's what it is bro that's what it is now before we uh end here we we want to do a a new segment here we've done it once before but we're gonna start doing it every friday and then monday we'll see if if he was right or his wrong the i hope i'm wrong segment uh with aaron so aaron in this Super Bowl, what's one thing that will happen that you hope you're wrong about? I'm nervous about what Mahomes can do. I'm going to say, I hope I'm wrong. I think Mahomes at times picks apart this defense and finds Kelsey across the middle more than I want to see that happen. So I hope I'm wrong, but I think Mahomes to Kelsey is going to be something that's going to be hard to stop at times throughout this game. Especially if the it's really gonna like I already kind of alluded to like the 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 pressure on the quarterback is is crucial. So I think there will be times where he just slings slings it out of there so fast that we don't get to him, and Kelsey will have some some yards after the catch. Okay, over a hundred yards, I think for Kelsey. I don't think so. I think it'll be around like eighty, okay. seventy to eighty. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you're wrong too. Um. I mean, if we hold Kelsey to 70 or 80 yards, I'm not too worried about that. As long as he doesn't have two or three tutties, <laughs> that's more what I'm worried about. But all right, that is Aaron. I hope I'm wrong. 
we'll see Mahomes to Kelsey. We'll see what happens come this Monday. So we do want to wrap this show up here and we got some exciting news. Um, we are in the process of working on, I don't want to say it's a deal, but we're working with a belly up sports media network. We've been in communication with them. They just uh, accepted us to work with them. So we're, you know, we're doing the paperwork and we're going to get that started up pretty soon. So really excited that brings the opportunity, you know, for sponsorships and, and whatnot through that them. So big shout out to the belly up sports network. Uh, who else are we shouting out tonight, Aaron? Oh, we got a shout out. We got a shout out our guys, 1420. Um, I'm going I'm, to, I think I'm going to throw an invite to, to Dave again, especially if the Eagles pull this off. He's been yapping a little bit that we're going to get killed. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> so I'm, I'm putting him on blast, putting him on the record that once again, he's picking against us. Uh, he's picked against us all, maybe not all postseason long, but he picked the Niners. He's picking the Chiefs in a in a pretty um, dominant way. So Yeah, he thought, uh, what, 20 points or something like that, he thinks, or 15 points, I think, I think he, he said. I think he said 15 to 20, something in that range, yeah. yeah. Uh, two touchdowns. So uh, hopefully Dave listens to this. I'm gonna DM him either way. Um, especially if the Eagles win, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely give him shit at that point because he We're deserves him on it. The show. But even if we lose, even if the yeah. birds lose, like he can talk shit all he wants. It's fine. It was a fun show to listen to the last time he was on. He's a character. <laughs> He's a character. So yeah, no, it's all it's all respect at the end of the day, and it's all, all opinions. But but definitely check out 1420. Nevertheless, they have a they have a great show, and and check out Level the Playing Field. Uh, fan in the van can't forget fan in the van jim jim at, at fan in the van he's pulling for the eagles so respect there Our, he likes the other pennsylvania team but that that's fine he he's a, a supporter of the show and, and definitely check out all those all those shows i mentioned that those guys do a great job at at covering all the sports as as well yeah and also we like sports podcast that's our it's not podcast we like sports with a z <laughs> Um, they do have a podcast as well as they write different articles on all kinds of different sports, um, shorter articles, but great, great tidbits of information and very enjoyable to read. So go check them out. Check us out on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Brutally Honest, except without the T, Brutally Honest, because Twitter won't give us the T. We hope to join you back here on Monday after our Birds huge dub. If not, regardless, we'll be here Monday with the show. All y'all stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Watch the Eagles and Chiefs. Fly, Eagles, fly. Breeze the poles.